Hi. Hey. Yo. What's good, fam? Looking for the perfect travel podcast? We, we got, got you. you. We're travel entrepreneurs that have been to every inch of the globe. Representing the U.S., the U.K., the Caribbean, and Africa, we cover the entire diaspora. So check us out at TravelAndTurnUp.com. Come travel with us every week, link with the diaspora, and become a better, more informed traveler. Yeah, so welcome everyone uh, to our travel podcast for today. Um, so we're hopping right into the month of December. Um, Detsy December, as it's called in West Africa. I think regular December, as it's called everywhere else in the world. Uh, but um, yeah, so big news, actually, big travel news coming out of Africa. Um, and uh, I guess we should probably talk about it, Tiffany. Um, so started with the UK, I believe, was the first people, David, your people were the first people to put in the travel ban. Then the EU did, then Australia did. And I know the US is announcing it tomorrow where they're putting in the travel US ban already, for... US already announced it. Oh, they already announced it. So it was official. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So this is really big news because apparently even... It's crazy because even they said if you were on the plane... When they made the announcement, they weren't letting you get out of the airport, you know, when you were there, they were sending you back. So, um, yeah, because the the Omicron virant, uh, variant, which was found by South African doctors, actually shout out to them for actually having um, a good infectious disease system that they could identify, isolate and identify the variant. But um, South African doctors found the Omicron variant and the rest of the Western world went crazy. So, <laughs> Tiffany. Okay. This is your wheelhouse. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So South African um, doctors were the ones to actually report it. But it was a man from Hong Kong originally who was carrying the variant. And they say he traveled from Malawi and, you know, how South Africa, you know, you can uh, brief us on how South Africa, you know, if he stopped in South Africa. But it was a Chinese man who stopped in Malawi. So first, let's go. So let's actually talk about the exact countries which are banned. So keep in mind, this is a man from Hong Kong who traveled back into Hong Kong and then the world, starting with UK first, and then it was essentially a domino effect, said, okay, we're going to ban South Africa, Botswana, Eswatini, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, Zimbabwe, and and so those are the countries which are banned. The countries which have confirmed Omicron variant cases are Israel, Belgium, Hong Kong, UK, Germany, Italy, and Czech Republic. To my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think any uh, any um, variant cases were found in Eswatini, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, or Zen. But they said because these are neighboring countries, we're going to ban people um or flying from these countries. So just, you know, um, if you have a little bit more knowledge, well, you can add to the story. But it was a man from Hong Kong who is currently in Hong Kong. But we've made a decision to ban Southern Africa. Did I miss anything? No. So, David, no, defend you your didn't. people. Why, why are you banning Africans? <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm not going to defend the UK or the way that we do things. But what I would say is the fact that China or wherever, Hong Kong will be in charge of quarantining the guy and whoever came off the flight and containing things there. But I think the issue is the fact that 
obviously he must have got it where he came from. And so that's the risk. So he came out of Af that part of Africa. And so I think that is where they are looking to contain the risk by making sure that other people flying out of those countries are not carrying. Because, you know, who was he in contact with when he was there? Like who, you, don't, you have but, no idea. But and he, you have no idea. Hmm? But he's back in China, correct? He flew back yeah, to Yeah, like now, I think the point is, if that's where he came from, then at least making sure that no one else coming from there will be bringing it in the same way. So, but I still think that they should also do the same for China okay. if, or Hong Kong, if that's where he is. Okay. Um, so I think it should be there as well. But I, I do agree that I think maybe another aspect is if you think about what the current restrictions are in those countries compared to China. China is still super strict on COVID. There's plenty of people that still can't leave their houses, that still can't visit family. Like compared to how they have dealt with COVID like now, since it's been out, compared to even some other countries has been way stricter. And so to be fair, the one thing that I would say is that I could, I'd have much greater trust well, maybe trust is not the right word, but I have more confidence in China's ability to lock down that guy and any other people that might have the virus than I would a, a few different African countries in that region, just so, because of current restrictions that they have right now. It's not about their capacity to deal with it, because I'm sure they can if they try really hard. but. It's just right now, I'm not sure if they have the exact same restrictions. And in the same way, Switzerland literally just, I think today, also blocked the UK. Yeah. So now, I just came from Switzerland like two weeks ago. If I was making that trip now, it would be the same thing. So I don't think it's just African countries, even for the UK with this new variant, they're blocking us from coming. I think we've just had our first case in Europe. So I think a lot of different countries are trying to take it seriously. Hold on. So before you um, you jump in, though, Tiffany, a couple of things that I do want to say is um, the first thing is from what I've seen, the uh, the lead scientist in South Africa, she did release a statement saying that the Omicron variant only they only saw mild symptoms with it. So my first question was, I was like, oh, my God, is this like variant horrible? Does it like kill you? Is it, you know, they said it might be resistant to like vaccines and that kind of thing. But they did say that, you know, there may be no need to panic because they've only seen mild cases. How true that is remains to be seen, of course. And then um, the second thing I'll say is that, you know, the bans in general don't really work. I think it's more political theater than anything, because, as you know, once you find the variant, it's there already. It's spread already. The manner in which we shut down the airports where you can stop someone in transit from getting off the plane, we have absolutely no rights. We have absolutely no rights, no say-so in whatever in this world, including, I mean, uh, it's a basic right to travel. Well, to travel to different countries is another story. So now we're talking about international travel, but the manner from a governmental um, approach to just immediately shut down flights and you cannot arrive into, you know, the country that you live in. And they don't have like maybe to have taken measures where they can provide places where you can quarantine right away, considering this has happened already. Like we haven't figured out 
from what previously happened with COVID? What's the proper protocol? When and, and maybe they feel this is the answer to just shut down travel. But I'm talking about they're doing it within like three hours. Literally, if you're on a plane and then the president makes this decision, you have to turn around. Yeah, in the air. They'll turn you around the airport. Oh, one thing I do want to say, though, for sure, is that um, much like the last travel ban for the U.S., at least, they are allowing citizens to fly in. So yes. if um, if but that's the other thing is like, do citizens have immunity from the disease? Of course not. So if you're going to ban people from South Africa and 50 people coming from Johannesburg. So, I mean, you know, what, what are you going to you know? So that's why I think it's more political. A lot of the way these bans work than actual like, you know, science mm -hmm. behind it, like we're going to stop the disease. But I also understand to David's point why you kind of have to do it. Um, you know, if you don't do it, you're under fire, uh, uh, from domestically, mm -hmm. from your political rivals, from people, the people who, um, who voted you in as well. You know, people are going to ask questions. Well, you knew the disease was there. Why don't you stop them from traveling in? And, you know, so yeah. it's, 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 it's a tough thing. I think that's, that's the side of the politics that I think is the main reason. It's more optics of if something starts now and it later goes on to spread, you want almost that element of deniability to be able to say, oh, we tried our best. We did this. We did that. Because we've seen in the past, particularly the UK, we had a complete, you know, just a crap show earlier in the pandemic where we just messed up everything. And so at least I think it's trying to get ahead of it and say, at least we tried to do some stuff. But I mean, this is the other part of the conversation I wanted to have is whether we should be doing these bans and stuff in the first place and not from the perspective of letting people travel. But I think doing bans at this point is really just about this attitude that, oh my gosh, we should have no more cases of COVID ever. And that seems to be the mentality that people are approaching this with. And particularly in Australia, for example, they're definitely doing that where it's like, as soon as you see one case, the whole school has to shut down. Everyone has to go home. You know, they're really pushing the zero COVID agenda. Whereas in my mind at this point, and even like the, the doctor said, the fact that the doctor said it is what I would expect anyway, because that's how viruses work. Whenever there's a new variant, that means it's more viral. So yes, it's going to be more likely to uh, get past vaccines or to infect more people, but it's also going to be weaker. That's how viruses evolve. So they, it, it ends up being weaker, but it can infect more people. But the point is, with every new variant, it becomes more and more just like a really bad flu. And so if it gets to that point, no one's shutting the, the borders because people get the flu. So as long as it's not killing people, I'm not sure. And especially if, if um, well, let me speak for countries like the UK or for quite a few Western countries right now. Your elderly population has been vaccinated. Uh, the majority of your middle-aged population has been vaccinated. So the risk to them is already drastically lowered. Your elderly population also has boosters. My parents even here have boosters. I spoke to my dad earlier today. So loads of people have both double jabs and a booster vaccination. Most of the country is covered. At this point, okay, people get COVID. It's still really bad. My sister just had uh, COVID just the other week. It's still like a really bad flu, but no one's dying. So obviously I'm not a scientist, but my thinking is if we're at the point now where COVID is just like really bad in terms of the variants we have now, the variants that are active right now are a really bad flu, but it's not killing people. Do we still need to be acting like 
how we acted for the previous variants that had a much greater chance of killing people. Like it might still be very viral, but I don't know. What is the precise danger here? Lots of people get sick. Lots of people can't go to work. I don't know. Again, I don't know how bad this Omicron variant is. So we'll have to see. But my presumption would be that it will be weaker than the previous variants, in which case, while people still get it and they still have a really rough couple of weeks, it doesn't seem like it's as bad as when it was at its peak. So that's the whole. Go ahead, Tiffany. I see. Me, I don't want to have the discussion of what's called. I appreciate actually David providing that information which is needed to balance you know the discussion but we can talk about the type of variant and how many boosters you have to take and the fact that COVID is not going away and the fact that many people were you know vaccinated because they were told you can't if you get this then you're not going to die okay well now you're going to have to get the booster no one is in a conspiracy theory approach or anything but no one is really even discussing the flu flu like symptoms or having to you don't have to take a flu shot anymore because they replaced it with covid covid is not going to go away for some time so how can we be proactive of spreading and then when someone finds to think i say um I actually took the flu shot like last week. I had to do it with my uh, oh, my annual. I thought of you actually. I had to do it with my annual checkup. <laughs> You're different. You're different. You take whatever shots the doctor recommends. But um, instead of focus, okay, we've acknowledged that it's a variant, but also you can't ostracize South Africa and South African scientists for saying, hey, we found this strain. You cannot now say that this is a South African strain and then close down South Africa and all Southern African countries and Israel just close, just closes border to all African countries except, except North African countries. That was the statement. Yeah, I it was mean, wild racist. Oh, racist sounding anyway. It, it, <laughs> Call it what is a spade is a spade. So in the sense of David, thank you for letting us know that, you know, it's a variant variant and what's currently going on from the medical, you know, side and, you know, just really saying, okay, we can all agree to that. (laughs) It's a virus. Okay. So why just completely within 24 hours shut down eight countries where they haven't even detected a variant in most of them, you have to be able to justify it and then trying to attempt to call it a South African variant. You let's, let's at this point. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, you understand what I'm saying? I'm in Rwanda right now, right away. Rwanda has closest board borders to um, South Africa's people I'm with who they have to travel through other countries to get home now. So that's the thing. You can still get home, but you will have to travel another way from a country that hasn't banned you. So there's, and then there's no quarantine requirement. So there's still countries that are open, but any vacation plans that you have for South Africa, it's down the drain right now. We had tours and experiences to South Africa for December. And right away, you know, we had to reach out to the um, clients and let them know, <laughs> I wanted to know, how do you feel also? You know, I wanted to get feedback on what what were they thinking? And some clients were like, I still want to go. Let's wait it out. 
<laughs> Let's wait it out because you know we're we're vaccinated. We understand we've we've been in the house for a year and a half. We're still we'll wait it out. And I'm like, um, actually, <laughs> you know, it's it's going to get a little bit worse in regards. I know from the media how they're going to portray it. So um I'm I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised that they are trying to call it the South African variant. I'm not surprised that they've shut borders to South Africa and all Southern African uh, countries. I'm just surprised that this is going to become the new norm unless we have to make a change. First of all, if we understand that uh, the virus can happen, we have to have a better exit strategy for if you're flying in the plane. Okay, when you arrive right away, you have to go into quarantine. That's what happens. Even if you arrive and you have COVID, regular COVID, you have to quarantine if you arrive into and they're doing testing on arrival. So why when you arrive, I guess they don't know how scary the, or how, um, uh, how, how it would spread, you know, or how if how people will react to the new virus. So they're unaware of that. So right away, it's just like, okay, let's just go to shutting down the countries. I still don't understand how they go from A to B, but I can understand how other countries are reacting to save their own ass. I can understand a reactive, you know, but I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, at a, I'm at a loss for words in the sense of this cannot become the new normal. Well, let me ask you this, Tiffany, because, you know, like you said, you had clients. I know you had tours in South Africa. Now, you, you know, you have clients ready to go. What would be your professional advice to anyone that maybe has a ticket? Maybe they're not even going to South. Maybe they're just going to Kenya or they're just going to Ghana or something like that this month. What would be your advice to those people right now? Right now, I'm. How do you feel about traveling to Africa? I want to ask their opinion first. And then once I hear you know, a lot of people are saying they want to move forward. They're still doing actions to make sure their visa is is secure. But one thing I, I automatically ask is, are you vaccinated or not? Because if you're not vaccinated, things are going to become a little bit more difficult. Even if you can enter some countries, if you, what are your, what is your reason for traveling to that country? If you plan on going out, and this is even with a negative COVID test, they may start saying in order to enter, um, an establishment, you know, in Accra or see, but this is the thing. Let me finish my hypothetical. Then you will have to show proof of vaccination. However, if, and I'm not saying 100% affirmatively, but Kenyans, uh, Uhuru just uh, spoke and addressed uh, the Kenyan nation and said, let's stop closing our borders to Africa so quickly. Like we cannot have, we have to erase borders. We cannot do what we're doing. So Uhuru spoke, spoke out about it. And even though Kenya, as of the 21st, is requiring that you have to be vaccinated to travel to and throughout Kenya, the Uhuru is saying, well, I don't, you know, agree with how we're moving forward. So going back to your initial question, Gide, I will ask them, how do they feel about traveling to Africa if they are vaccinated? Telling You have to... You have to be reasonable that some countries will move forward with requiring vaccination to enter certain events. 
And then I don't want to, <laughs> I'm just going to be real. You have to understand what just paying people are about and having connections because even if they require a vaccination card or proof of vaccination, there are going to be people in that party who is not going to be vaccinated and you cannot promote that. So you cannot say that in public, like this is what's going to go on, but all black people know how the back door works. So in a sense of I'm not promoting what's going on, I'm just saying what the reality is. Will I tell my client this? No, I can't tell my clients this, but I'm telling you this. If I was speaking to my friend and uh, we were having the discussion, if you should move forward with your travels throughout Africa. But I was skeptical when COVID initially came out and I was moving forward with traveling plans. And I maybe in my cynical or in my utopian, <laughs> you know, uh, um, you know, approach to life. I'm thinking that, no, we can get past this. It's not going to shut down. But what if, you know, what if I have, this is something that I will process with you, Jide. Like, what if, like, it's a possibility that things can change between now and December 17th. Correct. That they're able to stop a flight, you know, mid-air mm -hmm. in the matter of a few hours. So you always have to be prepared for that what if and you have to figure out how that the vaccination is going to go because they are really trying to control and prevent people at least from having some proof to travel definitely throughout Europe. Definitely Germany closed its borders, period. I, mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that actually. Yeah. They, they locked themselves in. Like, look, we and that I actually can understand and respect because that is their approach to curtail. Like how Australia just came out of lockdown. I wouldn't be surprised if Australia locked down because their They're numbers going right are going right back so in. Yeah, Australia's going right back into lockdown. You already their know. Their numbers are so low. But the thing is, you know what? South African numbers were kind of low also. It was lowering in comparison to UK and US. And I understand the population is, you know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a different, uh, it's, it's a different numbers game, even when you're talking about the average number. But I'm going to stop speaking now. We just have to be smart about the situation. If you want to shut down a country, shut down a country. But you can't shut down all of Africa except for North Africa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. I know. I know that sounded crazy to you when you read it. Um, but all right, you know what? We're going to watch this space, guys. We're going to come back and do another trends next week. We're going to watch this space and see what happens. You know, we don't want to speculate. We don't want to, you know, give wrong information. Everything is so new and fast moving. But you know, we'll see what happens, but we want to let you know what was going on um, as far as as far as we understood it. So, um, yeah, just uh, just stick with us and um, we'll watch the space. We'll see what happens. But hopefully, fingers crossed, Tiffany, David, everything's OK. And, you know, uh, this is much to do about nothing. Hopefully. Are you still traveling? Are you guys yeah. are you happy to travel? Like I said, I want to see exactly what's up with this latest variant. But I do agree, Tiffany, that. I think it does put a big constraint on travel when anytime there's a new variant or anytime something comes up, then they can just suddenly stop all the flights. But I think that's why I was asking the question I was asking earlier, which is, you know, what's the position that we're actually going to take? Is it the case that we want zero cases of COVID? Because if that's the case, then, okay, at least we can plan for that and we understand that this is how we're going to be going about things. But I don't necessarily think that's the way that we should be going about things in the first place. And so I think we really need to move away from this idea that we're ever going to get to a place where there's going to be no cases of COVID in your country and no one is going to enter your country that has COVID. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so it's my turn for the big tune. Uh, I'm gonna keep it real oh, smooth. Yes, you guys are real smooth at this point. You're bullying your way to your. You gym. gotta be kidding me! I haven't gone in. I haven't gone in, in literally like 12 months now. It's it's been a year. Um, so uh, I I was not gonna go with something Afrobeats today, but that's just the mood I'm in. So I am gonna go with that song. I'm gonna go with Mood by Wizkid featuring Buju. By the way, Buju might be my favorite new artist um, in the genre, guys. But um, I love Buju. But anyway, um, so yeah, so Mood. Wiz Kid featuring Buju. That's what it is. Until next time, y'all. Whoa, I'm in a big mood. Call out the feel you. Something wake up cool in my party. Tell me what you do. I'm in a big mood. Call out the feel you. Something wake up cool in my party. Tell me what you do. Something sweet to put on my head, that's why Now you the cool my stress, so yeah Make we go December But some record it to me, check, check Get something sweet to put on my head, that's why Now you the cool my stress, so yeah I'm in a big mood Girl, I feel you I know say I love cause passing money But I still want you I'm in a big mood Girl, I they want you Now only you I go they rock your body, baby girl. We go they no solo. Nobody fit tell me to leave my baby. Bend every night if it turn to baby. Oh me and you, when you wake up, girl, you splashing on me. Girl, look like sweat all on me. Like the design, you be dripping on me. Maybe that's why I no feel it. Oh, I'm in a big mood. Call out the feel you. Something wake up cool in my party. Tell me what you do. I'm in a big mood. Thank you for joining us on Travel and Turn Up. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. Find more information about any topics or destinations discussed by following us on social media. Search Travel and Turn Up. That's T-A-R-V-E-L-N-T-U-R-N-U-P on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. Travel more, say less.